Welcome to the Comprehensive Beatdown. I'm Bloggy Bonilla. And I'm Silent G. And um, this is going to be a weekly podcast where we shed light on upcoming album releases, or in this case, an album that was released not too long ago, uh, as well as local artists and terrible tracks picked out by our so-called friends. So the first album that we're going to do on our inaugural podcast is uh, Joey Badass's new album, uh, Before the Money. Yes, Before the Money. Right, it's two money signs, I suppose, that you're supposed to say money. So we're just going to run through and listen to some of the tracks and uh, talk about them. So yeah. that's what you signed up for. So yeah. here we go. So this is track one, Save the Children. Produced by Static Selector. Y'all ready for Joey Paris? Now we talking about raising America and saving the children. God can save the children. You turn it up just a little bit. Can I get a witness in? But we must save the children. Save the children. Because if we save the children, we will save them for years to come. It's all a hidden history of mysteries I see vividly Hysteria cause misery on the interior That shit get more scarier I'm never in fear Just a little inferior Sumerians But I share wisdom with Sumerians And will we in the place peace means harmony Not war and armory But fuck that Cocky gun back The survivor of the fittest Some cats get boxed with the litter These niggas don't bees in the trap They like bees in the track It's smoked out And I ain't talk about what you talk out You choked out for really thinking that this shit is silly dream when actually reality ain't what it really seems. And I ain't acting on the scene, they could scream. So I was trying to turn it down a little bit so we could talk about the song a little bit. Yeah, I got you. I just want to start off by saying that Static Select is kind of the man Yeah, he, uh, he really is. He's kind of taking his, his niche market and ran with it. What was that album last year? Oh, his, his album. Yeah, I think I had it written down somewhere. Oh, well. But yeah, um, I think he's kind of the man right now. Yeah, that was a really good album. Yeah. I think this is the point when I realized this album was going to be really good. Yeah. You know, this is kind of how you want to intro into an album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of just no, no hold bar from the beginning. Right. It's just kind of hits you in the face. I honestly didn't know too much about Joey Badass before I listened to this album. Never yeah. just paid attention to the mixtapes or anything, which I know he had a few that people really loved. But. Yeah, I don't. It's hard for me to even pay attention to mixtapes anymore. It's just everybody's got 48 mixtapes. I mean, I've heard them on a couple tracks. I guess the uh, the one train track off of the Aesop Rocky album was probably probably the, the first time I was introduced to him. That was really, you know, I thought it was I thought it was dope, you know. Yes. Which is good. I think this kind of it kind of allowed me to approach this, this album truly being his first album. You know, it's always always a better way to approach an artist is to the first actual mm-hmm. conceptualized project. You know, whereas a mixtape could be often scatterbrained. Right. Well, I definitely think it's a good cohesive product starting here to the end. It's got that 90s feel to it. I'm going to say 90s a lot when I listen to this. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll be talking about the 90s a lot too. And Brooklyn. Yeah. 
Um, there's tons of great 90s artists even sampled in the songs. Which yeah. begs the question, does that make us old? these are songs of our childhood being sampled now. It does, and I'll, and it's really crazy because Joey's, what, 20, 21 years old? I mean, so he was born in the 90s. Yeah. Which is... Scary in and of itself. Right. And, and I'll, I'll see. I'll save that for later. I got something else to say about that. Well, I'm getting something set here, and then we can play the next song. Um, we apologize for the technical difficulties today. We're learning on the fly. We're um, learning. Yeah, by the time we do like the 50th one of these, it's going to be awesome. So, yeah. All right, so we'll play the second track here. It's a little interlude um, called Greenbacks. Man, we be making all this money. Yeah, all the hoes like this. So what's this from? Yeah. Do you know what this is from? Teachers too, so I oh, what's this is from? But, we have oh. all this. This is a really odd. It's a really odd place to have a lead band. You know because it's you know lead band is normally a little more. Yeah, known producer, but he just kind of does the intro into the album. And that's that's kind of it. Yeah, weird, but it's cool. But yeah, I mean it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked to hear this as a full song. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we'll go to the next one, which is called. Paper Trails, which was produced by DJ Premier. More 90s stuff. More 90s yeah. stuff. I think there's, there's Gangstar samples on this album and stuff. What? Crazy. I mean, it's just a lot of, uh, it's a lot of stuff that you can kind of see who he was listening to and was kind of, who he's trying to pay homage to and stuff like that. Yeah, I know his influences are a bunch of Nas, Jay-Z, MFU, Blackhawk, stuff like that. Yeah. That's cool. This kid's, what, 22 years old? I think 22. 21. Which would make him born in 1990. Right. After Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> But he's making good music that people our age will enjoy, I guess. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Well, their whole, the whole pro era clicks seems to have a good thing going The more I listen to this album, the more I like it, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's growing on me, which is, you know, crazy, because I first listened to it, I thought it was really good, but to keep growing Pretty impressive. Yeah, it's a hell of a debut, that's for sure. Can we say hell on the podcast? I think, I think we can. Can we say all kinds of bad words? Well, I mean, considering the fact that uh, the music consists yeah. of all kinds of bad words, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> that's good thinking. That's, I apologize to anybody that hears this and might be offended. Right. But uh, I leave it at that. That's right. We don't care. Yeah. Screw it. Fuck it. It's nice to hear cuts on an album. It's nice to hear Premier staying, you know, you hate to say relevant, but, you know, I mean, with this, with the Prime album that came out yeah. last year, you know. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Closing up D&D Studios, but, you know, he's still working with doing a lot of stuff working with a lot of artists as long as there's artists who want to sound like this they'll probably still have a job oh, absolutely. making beats absolutely. that's great that's all we could have hoped for when we were teenagers 
when Joey Badass was born. <laughs> I was almost in my 20s. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That was my sophomore year of high school. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Yeah, I'd rather not. pretty wise for 21 years old. I'll give you yeah. Well, it, I mean, it takes you back to you, you talk about Nas being, being one of his influences. You know, I mean, the things Nas was saying on Illmatic are, I mean, incredible for an 18, 19 year old, too. I mean, people people forget that, you know, he was 18, 19 years old when he was writing that stuff. Yeah. He wasn't much older than we were at the time. Yeah. This is the next track, Peace of Mind. This is straight out of Illmatic. I want you to hear yeah. something. I'm, I'm going to play something for you, all right? Yo, yo, you hear it, bro? Yeah, that could have been on Illmatic. Right, yeah, listen, no listen. problem. Let me tell you what shit is like right now, yo, yo. What's life like now? Trying to figure out. They put this mic on trial, cause he be killing now. Forever biting my forbidden style. Been laying low for women and in the game since I came. All these niggas looking timid. My life can never dim it. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus walk a devil in I didn't really write anything down for this song. You can just kind of vibe out to it again. Yeah, definitely. So I'm gonna talk over it now since it's a vibe out song. I think that's the thing to do. Definitely. Yeah, this is a good song right here. This was produced by Freddie Joe Kim, who's actually from the Philippines. Really? He's in San Diego now. He's on that uh, label, Mellow Orange. Okay. He's been putting music out through them. Cool. I was not aware of who that was. A good beat. Yeah, it is. Real jazzy. Real... Yeah. But yeah, that's like some summer of 93 shit right there. It's crazy. These kids today, I tell ya. <laughs> I tell ya. I'm gonna fade this one, we'll go to the next one. Because this next one... Big Dusty. This is one of my favorite songs yeah, on the album. Ab absolutely. Then I found out later that it was a single. Pay attention to that. But that, see why it's a good song. Absolutely. So, the reason I like this song so much is for two reasons. One, um, it sounds like a boot camp clip song. Yeah. <laughs> which some I like. Creeping in the alley, you know, some like some member from the boot camp click. Got your sweatshirt, your Timberlands on. Yeah, that's just the way it looks to me when I hear this. Yeah. Um, and then the sample, the main sample is from uh, Henry Mancini. He's one of the great TV uh, producers or TV composers. Yeah. Um, I recognized it and I looked it up and I said, like, oh yeah, he got all kinds of uh, Grammys and oh, yeah. Oscars and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, if you go to uh, one of your any of your favorite sample websites and look up uh, Henry Mancini, it'll be plastered all over. I think who sampled it had at least like 235 intros. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And this track was produced by one of the pro era guys, uh, Kirk Knight. Mm -hmm. This one and the next song, which the next song is probably my favorite. 
camp gorillas, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, this has that very smoky boot camp vibe to it. What's almost like he taps into almost every facet of New York hip hop in, in the 90s. Right. You know, he, he's able to kind of tap in and, and morph it and make it, make it updated, but still remaining true to, to the sound. Yeah. You know, because those sounds, the Nas, the Wu-Tang, the boot camp click, you know, the early Jay-Z stuff, those were all eras within themselves in the 90s, you know, with hip hop. Yeah. We're learning things about technology all the time on this podcast. You can't see it. Um, definitely don't want to do a video cast. This is not a uh, pretty scene. Just take our word. We might end up changing the name of the podcast to uh, Two Dudes in Sweatpants Listening to Music. So you can vote on the website if you think that that sounds better. Or we could be AKA. AKA Two Dudes in Sweatpants Listening to Music with a big ass microphone. <laughs> All right, so this next song you say is one of your favorites. I think the, the the main reason this track it was also produced by Kirk Knight, like we said before, but this sounds like the follow up to Dead Presidents. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Now I'm gonna listen to it that way with the, the piano in there. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, Kurt Knight guy is kind of a badass. Yeah. Well, and I guess the one thing this album did is it makes me want to go back and discover the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, there's like 50-something people in the collective, I guess. Most of them are producers, musicians, MCs and stuff. Right. And that's a good lesson about listening to new albums. Not just the artist you're listening to, but everything else that's involved with it. It's good. Yeah, this song just takes me back to, I guess, the, the winner of uh, 93 or 94. Yeah, it's definitely a winner song. Yeah. So does Kurt Knight have any projects out? I, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure he does. I just... I haven't dug into it enough yeah. to really find them. I don't have the time to dig like I used to dig. Oh, no. Music, you know? Or I could dedicate three or four hours a day to just discovering new music. No, those days are over. Which I guess we're trying to trying to do with this. Just kind of rediscover a little bit of that. Digging for music and listening. Yeah. I've made it a point the past couple years to listen to new albums because I've gotten so bad about that. Um, So two years ago I did 60, and this year I did a little bit over 100. Or this past year, a little bit over 100. And that was fun. I think it was a little bit too much, though. You know, pare it down a little bit. Yeah, that's a lot of... It was a lot. A lot of one-time listens, you know. Yeah. Can't really dig in. But yeah, this year's shaping up to be a little bit slower, so yeah, that's good. Last year was a great year for music, though. It was. That's for sure. 
We should have done a 2014 year interview. Oh, we should have. Nobody cares about our opinions yet. No, not yet. That's what we're trying to do here. Trying, right. to, trying to win you over. We need your support. Alright, so this is uh, Jesus' view. Again, we're going to go to the next one, which is called Like Me. Another fantastic beat. Which uh, production credits goes to Della and the Roots. Really? Yeah. I didn't look that up. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I find it too. I don't know. I don't know exactly where. Uh, I had to, to do a little more digging into it. I couldn't find much about that. I figure Quest Love is talked about it somewhere at some point. Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and it features BJ the Chicago King. I don't like the name BJ. I'm just going to no. say that. I don't yeah. think that's a cool rap name. Everyone agrees, yeah. I think, at the table. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you don't want to... Uh, no one to give me by a reason to make jokes, you know. Well, he's been, you know, he's been around since 2006. Maybe it's the first time I heard him on somebody's track. He's been around since 2006 with the name BJ. Yeah. Okay, cool. I respect that. That's, cool. That's nine years now. What can I say? Obviously, it's working. <laughs> well, something's working. Yeah. See, I guess that's helping him out. Mm-hmm. And of course, being on uh, the late show with, or the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon and the Roots, and that don't hurt nothing. Yeah. Speaking of the Roots, I love how popular the Roots are, but how awesome their albums still are. That's just worth throwing out there in this kind of rootsy sounding song. But you're right. There's another one of those eras of the '90s yeah. stuff that sounded like this. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's challenging his gender, D'Angelo. Yeah. Remember when you, you could, you could see an album and D'Angelo would be on the hook. You know, mm-hmm. Vocals by D'Angelo. Then it just disappeared for 12 years. They came back pretty strong. He did. <laughs> he did. Cause every time I make a move, they be sweating me. They want another black man in penitentiary. It's even hard for that man standing next to me. Cause he... So this is Belly of the Beast. I really like this song. Another, another 90s era. 90s era. <laughs> yeah. Where's K7 all my life I've been around right grips and slugs the trick of happiest dogs claiming the slums and all the hoods that they Is this a single got the twisted up maybe not I think three of the ones I picked were singles But I didn't know that ahead of time I promise This track was produced by Hitboy You know I wrote that down You know that's a good name better than BJ We'll see how long how long's Hitboy been in the game is this his first hit? Broke off the change, still run way fresh. Got you on that mental plane with my project jet. I'm two steps above that nimbus cloud. My limit is low when I'm smoking on that loud. Focus in the now when the lotus is around. It's the Brooklyn sound, the profound. Yeah, so this is a good song, but I'm gonna go to the next one because this is just kind of more of the same as this. Although I really do like it. I like this song a lot too. 
This made my list. This was a single, for sure. But again, there you go. Deep cover. Yeah. <laughs> onyx, kind of. On very Onyx. Yeah. Very Onyx. There should be like a loud ass Anthrax guitar solo <laughs> under this, you know? That would completely uh, take it home. This is another one produced by Static Select. He's the man. He is the man. Yeah. He's a really good DJ, too. And this has a Jimi Hendrix sample on it. Yeah, a Little Miss Lover. Oh, so here's the. You wanna, I'm going to read you quote for quote the note that I wrote down for this song. The beat has a big L with a ski mask on, creeping around kind of feel. <laughs> I don't know, it just sounds like Big L creeping around. All of his songs like sounds like he's creeping around. I think that's yeah. the theme of most of his songs, actually. But rest in peace, Big L. I love Big L. This kind of has that feel to it as well. Yeah, this is mean, incredible. It, I mean, it really is. He just kind of... Stuck with every, you know, every different genre of hip hop music in the Yeah. I mean, when I first heard this, I, all I could think was deep cover. Mm -hmm. and that's, I mean, just, yeah. Kind of dark. Yeah. Creeping around in the dark. <laughs> Maybe a big L. I don't know. Yeah, but I guess, you know, he's a student of the the era, I guess. I mean, because this is, again, for people in their mid to late 30s, this is what our teenage years sounded like. Which I mean, we knew it that We knew which, it that way. Which know? brings me to an interesting point. I was uh, feeling under the weather today, so I stayed home from work. So what else do you do when you stay home from work? You, you run around on the Twitter sphere and everything. And, uh... Dark Adams was talking, of course, Dark, love Dark, he's a mm -hmm. great guy, but he was talking about uh, uh, this article on DJ Booth where this, uh, where the, the writer talked about not liking Illmatic. Mm -hmm. He said he, and, and, and let me go a little bit deeper into that, he said he had never listened to Illmatic until recently, and uh, he listened to it and he just didn't like it, he didn't get it, and he didn't feel like he had to put it up on a pedestal as a hip-hop classic or an essential just because everybody else tells him to right and he goes on to say that uh you know he come you know he grew up in a different era blah 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 but then he goes on to say and, and that's cool okay you don't like you don't like Illmatic I mean you don't have to be a dick about it yeah you don't but <laughs> then he goes on to say and I've also never listened to Ghostface so, like ever ever really? so now your credibility shot because How old is it's he? one thing uh, yeah. 20 early 20s okay. but still that that that's not I mean, an excuse you got there's a little bit of especially if you're going to be a hip hop journalist you're writing about hip hop you should kind of know the history which means you should go back and you should listen to Run DMC <laughs> right. and Stetsasonic right. and EPMD and um, Boogie Down Productions and Nah, you know, I mean, you should listen to all of that mm -hmm. because it prefaces what you're, you know, what you're writing about today. Yeah, a lot of what you're writing about today, yeah. for sure. And I don't understand how you could even just say this album, like, I don't know how you could do this album justice without knowing where it came from. Right. You know, because it makes me appreciate this album a lot better. What was his reasoning for never listening to Ghostface before? Um, was that an intentional thing? Did he I mean, say? He just he said the only the only album he listened to was the the 
Emerald City album. That was the only Ghostface album he had ever listened hmm. to. The Ghostini and interesting. Like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I, I just don't. I, I just you, your credibility is shot at that. Point. <laughs> I just I can't. I can't. He doesn't do have Joey Badass's credibility. That's no, for sure. When it comes not. to your '90s music knowledge. No, but I hear you there. Real quick, I changed songs. This is because number 99, the last one we were listening to ended, and this is uh, Christ Conscious. Another one that I wrote notes down. So this has a DOS effect sample, so my note says, I riggedy realize that I liggedy love you at the DOS effects concert. So that's what I got. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it does have the mic checker. Um, it was produced by a guy named Bastion, which I don't know nothing I don't, about. Neither one of us know anything about that at all. I mean, it's certainly not the Bastion. That would be cool. That would really seal the deal on this yeah. album, you know. <laughs> but once again, just another, just another different kind of '90s sound. I mean, mm-hmm. Another vibe one. Vibe one. Nos effects. The bumps, diggity bumps, diggity. Uh, you should do that song. <laughs> All right, so this next one is called On and On. And it's got a, well, you'll hear it. It's, it's another one of those jazzy kind of tracks. Piano. Mama, I just booked the first class ticket to my destiny, by the way. This one was also uh, produced by Freddie Jill Kim. Yeah. Maybe I'm a fly away. Maybe I'ma fly away someday. Yeah. So gullible, just like my first love. Stay humble, but I knew that I was first up. Pick up the pen, and that's when I drew my first blood. Spend my heart again, cause the pain. Did you write down what the sample was? Happiness is temporary, always has been. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I can find this. Yeah, I always spread love, but sometimes I sin. I only trust some, that's why I keep a few friends. Funny, cause it used to see my circle never end. Another vibe out song. Friends and my circle friends. All that's left now is the radius. They still here, trying to find love on this atmosphere. Things get severe for everybody everywhere. This my moment of truth right here. Swear I ain't scared of no man. I see the omen. I pick them up and keep it rolling. The omnipresence is omnipotent, but I keep going. Till it's all said and done. Not sure on my soul purpose, but I'm pretty sure this one. There's a reason why I've come. New season's just begun. This the death of a cycle pump. But birth to God, sir. So don't want me when I'm gone. Celebrate my travels. Whenever you need me, just take a plane to the astral zone. So I'm at the home. I've been hurting too long. Time no stand still, so you got to move. Yeah, let's kind of let that verse go. That was yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, it was. Sometimes you just gotta vibe out. Yeah. That's definitely what's going on in this song. I had a dream, I see my name on the gravel stone. A red headlights a G followed by a palm. I couldn't see the words, but I'm sure it's in this song. Funny that I write most when I know my feeling wrong. Walk with both shoulders that my head is always on. I try through harm's way, carry boulders on my arm. I feel strong as I walk through the many storms that rain on my parade. Seen this just crop really today. Good. I'm feeling like a young prince. I'm drinking today. My name ring bells all the way to heaven's gates. Pretty incredible. He's all about me, yo. I know he always watching. I guess there really is a heaven for what's hip hop. Especially in the year 2015. When all of this is supposed to be dead. We don't get a lot of incredible debut hip hop albums. All right, I'm gonna go to the next song here. This is Escape 120. 
produced by Chuck one Strangers, one another one of the uh, pro era crew. Let's get in. I wish I was part of the pro era crew. Is there somewhere where you can sign up for that? <laughs> comes with the CD. You know how all the CDs used to yeah. come with the membership cards and <laughs> Become a part of Pro Era. Send $20 to Joey a Badass. Part of a badass artist collective. <laughs> with one of the hottest young rappers out there. $50. That's it. I always wanted the Naughty by Nature sheets, like the sheet set that they had on side of the album covers with the Naughty by Nature logo. He just said the Naughty by Nature sheets. That's really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> if we're keeping score at home, I'm talking to another person who's off the microphone. That's our friend Trey, who's kind of our uh, sound engineer today, helping us figure out how to record this scene. And he's done a fantastic job, I think. So say hey Trey. Ignore me. Ignore Trey. <laughs> Ignore Trey. We'll just there keep is. making faces at him. You don't have to see that. There is no Trey. There is no Trey. <laughs> yeah, another fantastic song. I don't know that there's a bad song. I don't on the album. I mean, there's some that are better than others, but yeah, I don't really. There's not really a skippable track on the album. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something you can put in and just let play, which is... He's going to have some high expectations for uh, yeah. his second for album, second whenever album. that happens. It's going to be like Chance the Rapper kind of expectations, yeah. yeah. But how's this album doing? Is it like... Uh, is it charting at all? I mean, is it selling? I didn't look. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look up how it's selling. You know, nobody buys records Right. Yes, sell some uh, vinyl. For any people listening in Jackson, I think Offbeat has a copy of this on vinyl. A copy or two. Yeah. We'll talk more about Offbeat here in a little bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, it probably won't be good. No, we're gonna have some fun at DJ Young Leonard's expense. <coughs> Although we asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the next track. Now this track, also produced by Chuck Strangers. This is uh, this might be my second favorite track on the album. Second favorite. Nice. Second favorite. Called the Black Beatles. Beatles with two E's, and not so like, an A. Not, not like that Eddie Murphy's kid where he was the, the black dude. <laughs> so you're probably hearing a dog's tail whack up against Scott. We apologize for that. That's kind of how it goes. That's Rufus. And I guess we them little black beetles. This one attract the singles. And that flow is me, but it lacks tax and needles. I spend my days sharpening my skill wheels while it's still legal. Reading through cathedrals, apply to my cerebral. They ain't built they feeble, driven by the people. I'm really impressed by how good of a rapper he is. Another world with sequel and doomsday prequel. 
because this is a, one of those instances of going into an album with absolutely no expectations at all yeah. um, and being pleasantly surprised because I could have had high expectations and I think they would have been met can't even remember what I was doing when I was 21. I mean, I can, but I wasn't doing this. Yeah, nothing this good. I had a good time. Yeah. I do remember that. It was, it was a while ago. Yeah. When I was 21, Sorry, we're having dog difficulties here. <laughs> A lot of you listening probably know who Rufus is. You understand? Exactly what we're going through here. Yeah, I can only imagine our friends when you listen to this episode. Oh, that Rufus. We'll go on to the next one. Oh, this one was produced by Sam Ian. The only child hope all be so simple tune into the metronome this i used to feel back on the metro home fresh out the class i knew these days they wouldn't last just a step in stone i got it past another story for yeah, the last my brother jazz um, when he cries he gets his favorite game in the world same time he listen to a new album at the same time he always calls me about that uh ac alone song uh rappers yeah. with that i would never forget the look on jazz's face first time he saw that or he heard that with the uh the piano so ever since what was, then, the, what was the micah nine track where he did the oh yeah oh micah nine he had something did he put out something recently I want to say I saw his name on something. Maybe it was on that. I think he, had, he was on one of the Sunspot Jones songs. Is that right? Because there's like 30 of those songs. I should definitely be able to remember every guest on all 30 of those songs. You know? If we don't get to it, you guys should check out Sunspot Jones' new album as well. Set aside a day and a half. It's a double album. It's a double album. All the songs are good, but I could do without a double album. Yeah. It could have been a single album. I'd rather have an album this year and an album next year. Like, you know, give me 365 days in between. You know. But this Joey Badass album that we're listening to is pretty perfect I think yeah. on it's length and the number of yeah, tracks yeah it's got a good length to it good tracks nothing skippable yeah no overproduction no no quote unquote radio hits no skits no skits they can leave that part yeah. in the 90s 90% of it can stay yeah 
The worst part about the skits was when they were like, on, like on a track. Uh, they didn't make them a separate, a separate track on yeah. the CD. Of course, with the tape, you know, you just had to deal with, yeah, you know, whatever. I've learned that I must have just blocked out that stuff from my memory of the music, you know. It's so like De La Soul is dead. If I go a couple years without listening to that album, I completely forget about all the skitty stuff in it, you know. Well, that's and I'm just Prince like Paul. I know, but I'm just like, oh, I forgot that this was on. All this shit. <laughs> yeah, Prince Paul is. Which, love, love you, Prince Paul. Oh yeah, he's a man. But he loves have people loves talk shit on his tracks yeah. and not separate them. Yeah. Come on, Prince Paul. So I'm gonna let this play out till the end so we can hear that little uh, yeah. Soul Rebel sing again. Yeah. That's nice. I like the brass. Yeah. And here's the next track, Curry Chicken, correct? And this is a, another track produced by Static Selector. Mm -hmm. I think it's a DJ Young Venom's favorite song on this album. I think I remember you saying that. Do we know who's doing the cuts? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I made a note of this that I said this might be his best flow on the album. Yeah. That's just when I was jotting notes down. I don't remember writing it. I'll stand behind it. It's in my handwriting. You didn't write that, did you, Trey? Ignore Trey. Ignore Trey. But I know one day I'm earning me some platinum and some gold and all them labels could just reimburse the chicken they throw into my mama. Oh no, your purses will never run no more. Cause back when I was flowing, we was flow. You were purchased the stove. So here I go, your little man has got to grow. I'm walking out the door. My mama just be smiling cause she know I got my back and gotta worry. Only thing she asks is that I hug Yep, that's another good one. Home in time for Christmas for some dinner. Some it is very see why I read that. I thought that might be the best flow of the album. Yeah. Riding on top of that beat. Love it. I think that's one thing that's missing sometimes in newer hip hop is the interaction of the rapper with the beat. Yeah. A lot of times you just rap the beat, you know, there's a little difference when you can tell that they're really in it, you know. It's a, it's a big difference between flowing on a track and yeah, you know, rapping to a beat. But it's something that's a little difficult to do, which is why the good ones are good. Yeah. But I think he definitely is. Yeah, he, he definitely but Yeah, him and Static Select have some really good chemistry uh, together. I'm gonna say the same thing about Joey Badass. I've said about a lot of newer artists I've liked in the past several years. Um, I want to hear him. I want to hear him do albums with just one producer that I really like. You know, 
Um, just for selfish reasons. I mean, they certainly don't have to yeah. do that, but um, I think it'd be cool. I think it's always, I think it's cool to, to have that kind of dynamic dynamic on an album. I mean, even if, I mean, last year, what, we had the, the Prime album, which was Royce and DJ Premier. Mm -hmm. the, the Apollo Brown album with Razzcast. That was a very good album. It was a very good album. But, it, I mean, I think the producer has a way of kind of molding the rapper to kind of fit into what, what the producer's doing on the track and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they develop that chemistry together, which you can tell him and Static Selector work together a lot because it seems like the tracks that Selector produced on the album were kind of, you know, kind of Joey's kind of shining moments on the album, which, I mean, on an album full, <coughs> of, yeah. album full of shining moments. Definitely. Those are probably the best songs all the way around. Yeah. All right, so this is Run Up On Ya. I think this is a bonus track. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, we'll just, we'll just play a couple seconds of the bonus track. It's funny, now that it's on, I have it on digital, I don't even like pay attention to what's bonus or anything. I never look at the names. <laughs> The deluxe edition and the Target exclusive. And the, yeah. You know, everybody's got it. And they're always, they're normally just throwaway tracks that never fit on the album anyway. It's a crazy world we live in when you can download music from Target. <laughs> that's crazy. Alright, so that's enough of that one. There's one more on here that I have called Teach Me. Yeah. Is this another bonus track? This is another bonus track. But if you listen to it, you can kind of see that they don't really fit into the It doesn't. But I mean, they're not bad tracks, they're just, you know. Yes, it's 90s albums that have a song about dancing on them. Yeah, here's your uh, dance song. <laughs> After the show, they probably wanna perform for me. Put on a show for the poppy that I probably wanna see. So tell me what it's gonna be. She said this only ain't free. It's the best kind of Alright, so that's Teach Me, the second bonus track. Alright, so that's it for the album. Any final words, Mike? Um, I just wanna say it's a very solid album. I think we've said that before, and uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was uh, set the bar high. I mean, he's, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to outdo this album next time, which I could only have seen, be, you know, after the money. After the money, <laughs> like while having the money. Or, yeah, this the next one will be. You He'll know, need to conjugate that verb yeah, on out. Attaining the money. I shall have been having the money. Yeah. The future perfect. I have whatever. attained the money now. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna do with it. Well, hopefully he is getting his money. Yeah. Um, because well, you know he um, he he was offered. I think he was offered a deal with Rock Nation. A couple years ago, but he said he wanted to maintain his uh, his independent kind of thing, where he you know he wanted to have control of his own music and everything. So he turned. It's fucking amazing. Is, yeah, it's pretty. Because uh, I would have signed with Rock Nation. I'm yeah. ready to sell out. Rock, <laughs> you hear that? Come sign me. Comprehensive beatdown. That's right. Rock Nation. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple more little segments. Listen to a couple tracks. We're gonna. Listen to um, somebody from here in Jackson. We also have our uh, shitty track to listen to. Um, Which is, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think we're each going to listen to one other track from another um, album. So um, in the spirit of our technical stuff, I'm going to stop the recording here so we can load up those other tracks. And we'll pick it right back up. You at home probably won't even realize what's going on. 
but we just don't. All right, so we're back. You caught that little commercial break interlude. We don't have any commercials though. We ain't got no sponsors. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. But we will take your money, sell yeah. whatever you want to sell. Yeah, we'll we don't take care. your money and talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Yeah, we have no ethics at all at when all. it comes to our, our money. So um, That's not true at all. So anyway, um, we're back now. <laughs> so what we're going to do real quick is each play a song. Um, me, it's for an album that I probably, you know, it's already been out and we probably won't review it on the podcast. But I want to make sure and uh, play something from it. Uh, this is from the new Apex Twin EP. Um, and I have to look at my notes to say the full name of the EP because it's always so weird. Computer Controlled Acoustic Instruments Part 2. Um, have you listened to this? Yes. you listened to it? Yeah. Um, you know, he won a Grammy for Best Electronic for the album last year. And uh, he um, has a treasure trove of music because he hasn't been putting music out for several years. Yeah. I think about a decade, actually. He just released, um, I think, upwards of 70 free tracks on his SoundCloud page, I think. Um, he definitely did. I can't remember exactly the number. Um, so, yeah, this is just a little EP. Um, it's really cool. Uh, you know, Apex Twin is... Um, legendary you know electronic techno producer or whatever yeah. um he's older than us so that's cool <laughs> <that>. um yeah <laughs> um but yeah this is a follow-up to cyro's album from last year which is really good i recommend checking that out um but this album is only an ep and this is by far my favorite song on the ep um because there's a lot of just spacey interlude kind of yeah. things like he normally does but i think he catches a good uh group here which you don't yeah. always hear him do um too much so um, check this out if you're into Apex Twin. Definitely a Syro from last year, which is a really good track or a really good album. Um, and I'm not. If you look up Apex Twin, he has awesome uh, names to his songs, so I'll just leave it at that. And he doesn't make them clear on the album, uh, on the vinyl either. Uh, when you uh, look at this for the look for the track names. But anyway, there you go, Apex Twin. Um, check that out. So uh, this next track that. Uh, what he's going to talk about that he picked out. And I really just did this. Uh, I mean, I think it works with Joey being a young, kind of the future of the hip-hop music. This is uh, Kendrick Lamar's new track, The Black of the Berry. And released this the day after winning a couple of Grammys, which is kind of a, a big F you to the... Uh, well, really everybody. Pretty much everybody, yeah. If we're talking about Joey Badass possibly being the future, would we call Kendrick Lamar the present right now? Yeah, but I mean, he's still really young, too. That's what I was saying, because my sub-question would be, um, (coughs) has he peaked yet? You know, which I think no one would argue that he has. I don't even know that he is peaking right now, either, you know. Um, Which bodes well for the future. I mean, between this and the eye track that, you know, won a Grammy for a rap rap song. Yeah. Which is great to hear these guys doing, I hate to say conscious music, but socially aware topics and games, yeah. Which is really good. Part of that whole 90s influence. Yeah. What made me fall in love with hip hop music really was socially conscious. Yeah, I mean, I might press the button just so you know my discretion. I'm caught in my feelings. I know that you feel it. 
So I read an interesting article the other day, um, just clicked on something off of Facebook. It was about Kendrick Lamar and his spirituality. Did you happen to see that piece? Huh. Um, kind of talking about how him and Lecrae have become friends. Um, yeah. And if you strip down a lot of the stuff the article's talking about, you can find Kendrick Lamar is almost a Christian rapper in a lot of ways. Yeah. And when you analyze like what he says in the public, but how he has a hard time crossing over the Christian side, yeah. you know. Um, the same kind of issues Lecrae had for a while crossing over to the, uh, yeah. the mainstream. Well, Lecrae makes good music. Lecrae's, yeah, I love his album from last year. Yeah, definitely. He makes, he makes pretty good music. His new album I wasn't really a big fan of. There's a couple tracks on it that I like. But I mean, he's a, you know, he's a capable rapper. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But he sells it that article's also about how much he sells in the gospel. So, you know, like oh, he, he uh, definitely charts higher on the gospel boards than he does otherwise, you know. It was interesting because Kendrick Lamar talks so much about God and salvation and all that kind of stuff. um, They're talking about how that might end up hurting him in the long run with the mainstream crowd if the gospel crowd isn't going to pick him up, which they aren't. But they were saying part of the problem the gospel crowd has with him is half his album is very spiritual and then there's a lot of things that your average gospel hip-hop listener don't want to listen to. You know, yeah. The... Freestyle track from Good Kid, yeah, um, whatever that one's called. That's the track I was thinking about. It was running through my head the whole time I was reading that yeah. But what's Kendrick Lamar's plans? Is he trying to get another album out this year? Isn't yeah, his album's supposed to come out this year. It's, it's yet untitled, you know, no title. But I mean, we kind of see, you know, with this and with the high track, it's a very introspective kind of vibe to it so far. I mean, yeah. most of songs are very self-analyzed. You know, I mean, they're, they're very personal. Yeah, very, very personal. He lives in his head a lot, which would make him very interesting when he's like 35. Yeah. Throws a beard, starts making folk music or something. Yeah. <laughs> but now, all that being said, this is a fantastic track. I like this one better than I. Yeah, I, think. yeah. I do too. And that's saying something. I thought yeah. I was, really, I was good. Yeah. That's a taste of the variety in the album, though. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be good. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. Yeah. yeah that's some intense stuff again from yeah. Mr. Lamar. All right, so does this kind of fade this down a little bit? Our next little segment here um, <laughs> is called, I don't think, do we have an official name for it? The word shitty and music are in it. Yeah. And I think friends is in there somewhere, <laughs> right? Basically the premise is, is that we pick one of our friends who's typically gonna be a local um, business owner, musician, somebody from around Jackson. Um, to pick a song that they think is absolutely horrible and give it to us and we're going to listen to it for the first time right yeah, I haven't listened to it yeah, yeah we're gonna listen to it for the first time and just uh, talk some shit about it so um, this is called honey dip do you know the artist is there an dev. artist dev okay uh, dev and the dude's the younger cousin maybe <laughs> um, yeah definitely not um, I saw the video was directed by Cray Sean just okay. so that get, should give you uh 
Oh yeah, so maybe don't go watch the video, I guess. Yeah. Point. So, DJ Young Venom, um, uh, Hip Hop Artist of the Year, Jackson Jackson's Free Press, Hip-Hop Jackson's Hip Hop Artist of the Year, which I'm fine with. He's a DJ. It's a backbone of uh, hip hop. Shout out to Fifth Child. Um, second best. Second best. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so anyway, um, premise is, picks out a shitty song, we listen to it for the first time, talk shit about it. DJ Young Venom picked this out for us um, around Jackson, uh, you know, for his DJing and also for his store Offbeat, uh, which we wanted to plug real quick for all your vinyl, uh, comic book, graphic novels, toys, toys. Uh, DJ equipment, starting lineup figures, starting lineup figures, Sports retro cards. baseball cards, a bunch of nerdy shit for yeah. like the nerdy cool kids, you know. So, um, so let's check out Honey Dip. I'm excited <laughs> to do this. Um, I was a little. Uh, um, Nervous not listening to it yet. Alright. Here we go. Pretty oh. sexy. It's Valentine's. Yeah. You can be my honey dip, my honey dip. Watch you make my money flip. Oh yeah, baby, I can be a real girl. Fucking around in this fake world, this fake world. And you can be my best friend, my best friend. Oh, you I kinda like it. It's a, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a uh, a poor man's Janae Aoko. Yeah, very poor man. <laughs> Did you look anything up about Dev? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid to get something on my computer I didn't want to see. Oh yeah, your screen would just start dripping honey every time you open it up. <laughs> I wish I knew more about this. Yeah. I think it was, uh, oh wait, she's from something. Uh, she's from a group. I want to say she was, uh, dang. I did see something I pulled up on it. I can't remember, I should have made notes. I was, I was still disgusted though. <laughs> Is she hot? Uh, no. Uh, uh, well, she really doesn't have much going for her. Yeah, obviously. other than honey dip. Uh, other, other than honey dip. Yeah, but, but really not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, I'm a little disappointed in each other. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to step your game up there, Philip. Yeah. So for our next friends, we ask, you can do shittier than this. I bet this song kills at like glow stick rave parties. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Oh, I bet this. Wait, did she just say she be your side? Did she just say she be your side bitch? Yeah, I think she did. Okay, okay. <laughs> side bitch doesn't have to be hot. Yeah. No, 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 no. They just have to be available. This <laughs> gotta be over on the side somewhere. <laughs> it's in the etymology of the term, you know? Yeah. Alright, so I think we'll see where honey dip. Is it honey dip or honey drip? We're gonna go with honey drip. I think, because Drip's a funnier word. But check this out. Buy Deb's album. She's not hot. Um, but she and, will be your side bitch. Yeah, yeah. And probably don't buy the album. Probably don't buy the album. Or try to even look her up on the internet or anything like that. No. But no hey Deb. You're cool. We like yeah. you. Yeah, you're cool. If you want to show, it's cool. <laughs> Next time you're in Jackson. So um, to kind of take us out here, this is the last thing we want to play. Um, this is a... We'll always do a local track um, to kind of take us out um, and as we reflect on life and honey dips and things like that. I have a lot to say about honey dips so we're going to do this whole thing. But this is from uh, Dollar Black here in Jackson. 
um, from his album Let Me Work. Um, this is a song called F-A-N or Fan. Um, I like Dollar Black. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't listened to the album um, all the way through. I've uh, seen him perform live a lot. I actually forgot about the album until he reminded me to get it. So I got it. Um, there's a couple songs I really like. Very Southern Jackson sound. Uh, a little bit more introspective maybe than some of the other stuff. You know, some things, but it's pretty good. So let's kind of let that play. Um, so do we know what album we're doing next week? I don't think we decided. We haven't decided. It's a surprise for everyone. Yeah. yeah. We'll probably be more organized next time. Yeah, it's going to... This is definitely our uh, lo-fi attempt for the first yeah. time. Um, it's a soft grand opening. Very... It's a soft, <laughs> soft launch. So that's why we did kind of an, an album that's already been out. You know, people have been talking about this Joey Badass album for a few weeks now. Yeah. So... Um, we're gonna try to stay ahead of it a little bit if we can. Yeah, we're gonna try to do stuff that's not quite out yet. Give you a week to go order the vinyl at Offbeat, you know, hear our podcast and then go order the record. So, yeah, um, any parting words, Mr. Bloggy Benia? Um, no, appreciate, uh, whoever's listening to this. We look forward to, uh, this endeavor. It's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, we've been talking about doing this for a little while. I'm glad we got it off the ground. We have a bunch of ideas for different segments and specials and stuff, and we'll be adding stuff as we go, but we just want to get it rolling now. So thanks for listening. Um, if you have any questions or comments, just talk to us next time you're over at the house, and uh, we'll take your <laughs> questions and comments uh, in kind. So, um, yeah, don't be emailing me or Twitter. Yeah, I mean, you know how to get in touch with us, yeah. but if you got to say something, you say it to our face. That's kind of our rule. So, um, but you can't come to my house. So there you go. All right, so thanks for listening. Um, play this out for a second, and I'll just fade it out, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Peace. If I wanted a nigga to build my life, don't you think I'll exhibit?